Thanks for joining us today on the New Missions Podcast, where we believe your mission field is right where you are and wherever you go. Today's conversation welcomes Joseph Ortez and his daughter Gabby from El Paso, Texas. Let's hear their story of how they went on a mission trip, but then God opened up a door for them to do something significant in serving a village by raising funds to drill a well. It's great to be here in El Paso, Texas, and I'm here with a new missions advocate who has traveled to Haiti uh, with his family, and we have a his daughter, Gabby, with us. How are you, Gabby? Good, and you? I'm doing well, and Joseph, good to see you again. Likewise, sir. It's an honor seeing you and, uh, you know, being here with you. Thank you. And I wanted to meet for a moment and just hear the conversation of how you first caught the passion to go to Haiti um, on your very first trip, what was that like and why did you go? You know something, the first time uh, I heard about, you know, Haiti and New Mission, it was in our church, Cielo Vista Church, and, and you were preaching and uh, you were talking about, you know, the mission in Haiti and all the things that God was doing in Haiti. So that caught my attention at the first time. You know, I was like, wow, especially me coming from Puerto Rico. I am neighbors with the people of Haiti, but even though I was their neighbor, I didn't notice their need. Now that I'm in El Paso, Texas, all of a sudden, uh, you arrive to our church. You talk about, you know, new missions and the amazing work they're doing for the Lord. That caught my attention. From there on, I tried to, uh, they talk about the missionary trip to Haiti. And I was like, man, God put in my heart, like, that would be a good thing to do, you know, going to Haiti and see what it is down there. So I tried to call the church. When I called them, they said, you know something, our missionary trip is already full. And I was like, you know something, maybe it wasn't like, God's time for me to go to Haiti. A month after, we have uh, what they call Seed of Love. is a ministry that just, they want to do God's work here and uh, show people love. They were having a Thanksgiving activity. They were going to have like a hundred and something kids. I did balloon twisting one time a year before, a year and a couple months before. And God put in my heart to do balloon twisting for the kids, for that event. It was something crazy, but sometimes God put things in your heart. And uh, you just need to obey. And I just took a s- step of faith. And I talked to the person in charge. And I said, you know something? I do some balloon twisting. I was doing balloon twisting for the event. And all of a sudden, uh, Pastor Will saw me doing balloons. And he's like, wow, that's what we need for Haiti. Those are amazing. <laughs> and I'm like, you know something? Uh, I tried to go to Haiti, but they told me it's already full. And he said, I have one space. Wow. And that was my space to go to Haiti. That's amazing. And you went on that first trip, and while you were there, uh, you got exposed to the need of water uh, for some of the villages. How did that become uh, an area of interest for you when you came home? God put in a desire in our heart. We just followed that desire. I went to Haiti, and for us, here in El Paso, in the U.S., it's so easy. You just open the faucet, you know, and you have water right there. In my mind, it was like, wow, you know, these people— just to get the water that is so essential. They need to go so many miles away from their houses, and they need to go back to their houses with that water and all that weight. And when I, when I was there, you know, next to the clinic, I saw the little kids with their water containers getting the water for their families. It was something that really touched my heart. I never done it before, and I say, you know something, God? If you are putting this in our heart, you already have it done. I just need to walk because... I want to be obedient with you. Wow. You caught the vision to help raise money to drill a well in Haiti. And we're going to get to Gabby's story in just a moment of going to Haiti with you on your second trip. But what did you do 
to raise the money back here in El Paso to drill a well in Haiti? I start telling my story, my experience. When I was telling that story, I want to put those people that I was telling the story like if they were in Haiti. They were living through that. When you start realizing, putting yourself in that place, it changed your perspective. You start seeing things that you don't see it before. The way it worked for me, I started doing like one-on-one. I was going, I was seeing somebody, you know, like where I work or, you know, in the streets. And uh, I started talking about Haiti and new missions and what they were doing. And I was so excited about it. I don't know. I think God was opening those doors. I was seeing the opportunity. I was seeing the, the, the person and I was just talking and God was doing the rest. And it was amazing. And I remember one time uh, I was telling her, you know, like all this thing about Haiti. And I was seeing like her like thinking about it. I just going to talk. I'm not going to be shy about it. I'm not going to be afraid about it. I'm just going to talk. And at the end of the conversation, she said, you know something? I'm going to give you $1,000 for Haiti. Wow. For the well. But that was God. And she told me. I was like, I was surprised, you know, like $1,000, wow, you know, that's that's good for what we need. She said, you know something, when you was talking to me, God was moving my heart, and he put in my heart that amount of money. At the same time, when she thought about the $1,000, you know, the enemy attacked her. It was like, I, that's too much money. At the same time, God was moving her heart, and she decided to donate that amount of money. You know, it was a blessing, a big blessing. You see, he's working in everybody's life but sometimes we don't we're not paying attention to that call but there's a lot of people that help us donate money the people that got put in my path the response was amazing i think it took us three months to raise that amount of money to drill the well that's amazing and you went back to haiti and went to the very spot of the well that day must have been a real big day for you in your life it was amazing it was amazing and now Gabby was with you. Everything was special, but, you know, being with my daughter there, super amazing. You know, she was part of this because when I was uh, raising the money, they were all the way with me. You know, my daughter, Gabriela, my son, Juan, and my wife, Diana, they were there next to me, you know, helping me get to that goal. Yeah, when I arrived there, I saw the people in the church, the school right next door, and uh, they were so happy and they were so grateful. And then on that trip, uh, Gabby got to meet her sponsor child. Tell me, Gabby, what it was like. I know in your home, you all had been sponsoring your your child in Haiti. Introduce us to yourself and what that was like for you. I went in Haiti last year. And then when I was going to meet my sponsor, I was kind of shy at the beginning. Because our sponsor is really shy, too. She's really, like, not off to herself, but it takes a lot to, like, go to her. So then when I was there... She was kind of like just playing with her toy and she was just on the bench. And then my dad was like trying to talk to her and be with her. And then I was kind of to the side because I didn't see her like wanting to talk to me. And then I was like, no, like I'm trying with all these other kids. I should at least go up to her and then try to play with her. Well, obviously there's the language barrier, but then I got her and then I started like spinning her around and then she started laughing. Her laugh is the cutest thing ever. And then we got to like meet our family and it was just a really nice moment. And I'm glad that I got to meet her and see that other side of her that we couldn't see. And she's like the cutest thing ever. That's That's so wonderful. Now, how long were you sponsoring your child before you went? 
It was just like a year before. It was the first time that I went to Haiti. So it was October 2016. I met Mariana in February. Yeah, it was just a couple months. With, with a picture, yeah, you can see the child. But once you're there, it's a real child. They have a real family. They have a story. Uh, and when you get to know them and go to Haiti, you kind of become part of that story of what God is doing in their life and in their family's life. What has it been like for you as a family now being back home that you've went to Haiti with your dad? And what is it like in the United States? I mean, you obviously experienced Haiti, a very poor country, but now here you are living in El Paso. Okay, so once we came back from the trip, I automatically wanted a sponsored child. Now that we have we have Mariana, which we sponsored together as a family, but I also sponsor another child, and his name is Bendy. Every time that I work, I just put a little money aside, and I already have like 500 for the next trip, and I've just been saving up, and then it's also been like a really huge part of my life still. I'm grateful for everything that I have because when I went there, I saw how those people who we say have nothing have more love, happiness, and like they're just grateful for everything. There's more depression here. Everyone's just trying to fit in and everything. And we're not really happy having everything that we do have. So going to Haiti and experiencing that, it made me change my life and see and be grateful for what I do have and try to my best to help with what I have for others in need. And also, I'm in cosmetology, so I put Haiti into that part of my life and I do like competitions and I bring Haiti into that. Like I did a nail competition and my theme was Haiti. Well, I love the fact that you've incorporated into what you love here, but also how it's really shaped your mindset on generosity and giving. Gabby, you need to tell us how old you are. Oh, I'm 17. <laughs> well, Dad, you must be proud. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm grateful uh, for the family that God gave me. I see uh, her level of maturity. She was always a pretty good girl. But after she came from Haiti, it just impacted her life. Sometimes she, she talks to me, sometimes we complain for so little stuff when we have so much stuff. We just focus on the negative instead of focusing on what we have and what is God is giving to us. And uh, she always talks about Haiti. And like she said, Haiti, new missions, and what God is doing in new missions is changing life, not only in Haiti, but also in the U.S. and everywhere. That's awesome. So I want to ask a question for your family now. Um, when it comes to missions here in El Paso, you know, what are you doing locally? Is there something that really God has opened up some doors for you to do missions locally? Because we really believe your mission field is right where you are and wherever you go. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna seed you with a little answer. I know that you first started by telling us that balloon twisting was an accident for you to do for an event here at the church that then led to you doing balloon animals in Haiti. And um, how are you using balloon animals now in your community? Me and my daughter, uh, after she came from Haiti, I do the balloon twisting and Gabriela does the face painting. When we start doing the the the, the well for Haiti, uh, a couple of people call me and I did a couple of birthdays just to help raising that money for Haiti in church. Uh, when we have the summer camps, any other thing that they need me and, and they have like kids involved through the balloon twisting and face painting, kind of like loving people, seeing kids smiling with small balloons is something amazing. 
sometimes people see something different and they ask. We tell them the story about how the balloon twisting starts. Glad to see that you two are working together with something mm-hmm. uh, to make a difference through your church and your community when you're at people's events and parties. Uh, you're shining God's love and light into their world, which is amazing. And Gabby, thanks for your story of going to Haiti and sharing how it's impacted your life here. Uh, do you have any final thoughts you want to share with us, Gabby? Oh, yeah. Okay. So when I went to the trip at the beginning, I didn't want to go. Like at the time I was 16 or 15 and I was like, I'm I'm not going to do anything over there. Like someone should take my spot who's actually going to make a difference, who's actually going to help out over there instead of me going. Because at the moment, even like my Christian life, I wasn't going in the right path. And then I did go and I realized that it wasn't just me impacting the life of Haitians. They also impacted my life. In our eyes, we see them and we're like, they don't have anything. They don't have clean water. And they're living better than us because they're filled with love. They're filled with joy. You see communities getting together and spreading the love of God in different ways that we who have everything aren't doing. That's a very good perspective that you wouldn't have if you didn't go there and see it. Yeah. Anything, final thoughts from you, Joseph, today? Anybody that is listening to this, um, uh, if God puts something in your heart, just, you know, I know sometimes it's scary to give that first step. Just do it. It's already done. You just need to walk that path. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. I love how God is working through your family, but also how he's used your life to tap on the heart of generosity for other people. And I'm excited to follow your story in the future to hear how you and Gabby are helping to make smiles on people's faces through balloons and face painting. That's awesome. Thank you, team. And uh, thanks also to all your team, you know, Charlie, Rachel, you know, amazing people in Haiti. Uh, you know, the translators on there, you know, oh, man, amazing people. They, the people in your office, when I was talking to them, calling them all the time, they were always there able to listen to me. <laughs> you know, at the beginning, I was like, man, I was calling them all the time. But they were always nice to me. I'm, I'm glad that God gave us this opportunity to meet so many great people. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the New Missions Podcast, helping you be the best you possible. If you want to learn more about projects that we're seeking funding for, visit newmissions.org forward slash projects. But remember, subscribe to wherever you enjoy listening to podcasts so you don't miss a single episode of the New Missions Podcast.